Hello, everybody. Jesse Shrek with Practical Missions Cohort, serving on field as the director and missionary church planter. And uh, today we're doing a brief uh, exhortation and uh, something based off of also an experience I had while evangelizing of recent. Uh, so I'm going to start us today with a Bible verse, and then we'll go ahead and I'll tell this story uh, about what happened and how I thought that was very relevant and very much like what we see here in this scripture passage. Okay, so the verse that we want to start with today, and the verse that we want to read and then uh, share my story, uh, which is very similar to what we see here, uh, this comes from Acts chapter uh, 16. So we're going to read this uh, a couple verses here, focus on one in particular, and then uh, I'll tell the story of, of what I experienced recently. Uh, Acts 16, verse 11. So setting sail from Troas, we made a direct voyage to Samothrace, and the following day to Neopolis, and from there to Philippi which is a leading city of the district of Macedonia, a Roman colony. We remained in this city some days, and on the Sabbath day we went outside the gate to the riverside, where we supposed there was a place of prayer. And we sat down and spoke to the women who had come together. One who heard us was a woman named Lydia, from the city of Thyatira, a seller of purple goods, who was a worshiper of God. The Lord opened her heart to pay attention to what was said by Paul. And after she was baptized, her whole household as well, she urged us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come to my house and stay. And she prevailed upon us. Uh, a couple notes here, uh, things to uh, capture a little bit the context of what's going on, and then I'll get into my particular story, which is similar. Uh, so here we have uh, the missionaries uh, at the at the Lord's service, proclaiming the gospel, preaching the gospel, and uh, doing what they're supposed to do. When they get to a new town, they don't build parks, they don't uh, paint things, they don't try to fix up the town and be a nice witness. This is the early time of the church. The gospel is very much powerful and alive. Jesus is growing his church, building his church in town by town, uh, affirming the message of the gospel through miraculous works done by the apostles, and uh, all kinds of amazing things happening, and the church is growing exponentially. And uh, here they are in this particular town. There is no synagogue where he would normally go, the apostle Paul would normally go there first, find some God-fearing people, and proclaim the gospel to them. This town uh, does not yet have a synagogue, uh, so they suppose here, as, as we read, uh, that down by uh, there would be a place of prayer near the riverside. And sure enough, they found some people there, some women, and uh, they came and proclaimed the gospel there. And uh, But what we find fascinating, so again, here we have missionaries doing missionary stuff. You're always looking when you're a missionary or when you're living to honor Jesus Christ and be a faithful witness. You're looking for opportunities to proclaim the gospel. So right away, I want to just lovingly challenge you and exhort you and encourage you Keep one eye open all the time as a Christian. You want to be faithful to your Lord. You want to be a ready witness. Prepare yourself. Know the gospel. Know how you want to uh, explain the gospel to the people in your context and look for ways to get to them. Uh, we do that here all the time on the mission field in Italy. Uh, we try one thing, see if it's going to work, if God is going to use it or not. If it does work, we continue doing it. If it doesn't work, we ditch it and try and find another way to reach the lost people and make sure that they hear the gospel, know their need, and are able to then repent and trust uh, in Jesus Christ. Uh, but we're always looking for new ways. We're evaluating the things we do. And I want to encourage you to do the same. Be looking for open doors. Be looking for ways to create open doors so you can proclaim the gospel where uh, the, the gospel gets heard and people can understand their need for Jesus Christ and the need for salvation, turn from their sin and embrace Him by faith. They'll understand what to do. Uh, look for and pray for ways to do that. And uh, one way we do uh, here is uh, track distributions. We go from town to town and house to house and we leave them all over the place. And uh, 
give people an opportunity to think about God, to consider what life is all about, to consider where they stand, and give them opportunities to reach out to us, either to receive a free booklet or a New Testament or to begin a Bible study or whatever else questions they might have to reach out to us and ask. And we also give them access to a a podcast that we have in Italian where they hear regular and normal biblical exhortations, uh, expository preaching and so on. Uh, But in any case, uh, here we have Paul the Apostle doing what missionaries do being a good, faithful witness, and he's going to where people might be gathering, and he's looking for ways to open his mouth, proclaim the gospel, let people hear what they need to hear. And here we have what what is so fascinating, so important for us to understand here, is this verse 14. The Lord opened her heart, this Lydia, he opened her heart to pay attention to what was said by Paul. And this we touch on is uh, the sovereignty of God, also in regards to salvation. Jesus has the plan. He knows who his sheep are. His sheep hear his voice. They may not hear it the first time they hear the gospel preached, just like Paul himself heard it from Stephen for sure. Didn't make any sense to him at all. He was spiritually dead at that time. But in God's timing, God brought Paul to life. He vivificato, as you say in Italian. He brought him to life, caused him to be born again, and he was able to hear the gospel. God is in control of when people get saved, who gets saved, how they get saved, uh, and all this, we have the call to go and seek them out and proclaim the gospel so they can hear and understand their need and God the Holy Spirit can cause new birth, regeneration. But this is so wonderful for us. It's a good reminder. The Lord opened her heart to pay attention to what was said. And then she became a believer. She followed them. She served them, opened her house to them on numerous occasions. And uh, and that's a great, great thing that happened there. So real quick, getting to the random story that I have from an, a recent evangelism encounter was uh, I'm out distributing house to house, bringing our gospel tracks. And I don't have any here in front of me at the moment, uh, but my bag is over here. And uh, yeah, just putting them in mailboxes and I'm doing my thing, always prayerful in the joy of the Holy Spirit, praising the Lord as I go, knowing uh, however people respond, it's not up to me. I can't control that. But God is always glorified when we're proclaiming his gospel, when we're evangelizing. And uh, so full of the Spirit, joyful, handing them out. And all of a sudden, a guy on a bicycle comes riding by and uh, he stops me and says, hey, uh, these, this bush here, these berries, <laughs> really random question, right? And, uh, these, this bush, these berries, uh, you live here, right? He says, I says, no, actually, I don't live here. I'm just leaving some of these gospel tracts. Ah, and I says, wait a minute. I know you. He says, no, I don't think so. I says, no, no, I think, I think you actually invited me to your house. You got one of my tracks, invited me to your house, and I had lunch with you. I don't remember your name, and, uh, but your, your girlfriend was named Nina. Is that right? Yeah. And I says, yeah, yeah, okay. I didn't recognize you with the beard, you know. And we go back and forth, and, and he was excited to see me. And he's telling me he was interested in these berries. He's an older man now. He was interested in these berries because he, he, think, he thinks they're like another berry that he saw at the grocery store and wants to know if he could eat them, right? And uh, in any case, uh, we talked for a second about berries, and then we got, he says, you know what? I've been troubled lately, and uh, I don't know. I, I, Satan is real, right? I says, well, I believe so, yeah. The, the Bible reveals that, and that's a truth we need to be aware of. And the Bible reveals uh, that he has come to to devour and to destroy. But Jesus came that we can have life, abundant life, salvation, in other words. And uh, he says, yeah, because I've been f- facing a lot of different temptations and I just can't resist anymore. And uh, he, was, he went on and it was it was a divine encounter. It was a special moment. Uh, I'm out evangelizing. This is one of the, when, when we obey and we apply ourselves to evangelize, like the Lord said, and we make it a regular thing. What can often happen is while we're doing it in the joy of the Spirit, God is able then to direct people back into our path. I evangelized this guy 
twice already. He actually had me over to his house. We had lunch together. I evangelized also uh, Nina, his his fidanzata. And uh, so we rekindled this relationship. He's now, again, aware of the gospel. And this would be the, the third or fourth time, second time we had an encounter on the street like this, uh, where we bump into each other in the last few years. And uh, so I would invite you guys uh, just to be encouraged by that. Paul shows up proclaiming the word, and God is opening hearts. God is orchestrating things, right? Lydia, uh, her heart was changed by the work of the Lord, regeneration, able to hear what he was saying. This man was brought to my path a couple times now, and uh, potentially it seems he did not have ears to hear because he didn't get saved. Uh, but today, perhaps, is the day where he will have ears to say, uh, to hear. And uh, so I, I, I gave him, a, he, he didn't have much time to stick around, but I gave him a, a very thorough gospel track that I also carry on me. And uh, showing him the way of salvation, how it actually works, what he needs to do uh, to be saved, to understand his true need, and so on. So the fact that he's fearful of the evil one right now, and uh, his heart is tender and ripe, this could be his time for salvation. And perhaps uh, uh, he'll abandon his sin and trust in Christ, repent of his sin and trust in Christ. So I would invite you to pray for him. His name is Graziano, is his name. I don't usually mention names here, but he's an older man. I doubt he listens to any of this stuff anyway. And if he does listen, that's good. He needs to know people are praying for him. Uh, So uh, pray for this man and uh, be encouraged to go and continue witnessing yourself as well. God is orchestrating things. God is at work uh, for his glory, for salvation of his elect and uh, the growth of his church, the edification of his church and all these other things. Uh, That's it for today, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Short one today, just a story and a brief uh, word of encouragement. Uh, Thank you for your support. Thank you for your ongoing prayerful support as well. And, uh, We pray that you guys are doing well also during these crazy and pandemic times. Like Jesus driven to his cross, so we at PMC drive ourselves to the singular task of the edification or planting of biblical churches in Italy. And uh, the purpose of uh, this particular ministry, the, the podcast ministry and other media ministries that we have, is for incorporating Christians into the Lord's mission of evangelism, discipleship, and church planting so others can flourish in Jesus' global mission whether they go or they stay. Thanks for tuning in today, guys, and thank you for being a part of the ministry. Thank you for praying for us. Thank you for giving and contributing to the ministry. For more information about how you can get involved or how your church can get involved in what's going on here in Italy with us, uh, visit practicalmissions.org. Till the next time. Ciao, ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.